I'm Michelle Long. Time for Daily Market Wrap this Friday, February 11, 2021. Asian markets traded mixed on Friday with pressure coming from growing Fed hike bets following data showing America's consumer price index at its highest in 40 years. Generally, our market is one of the cheapest in the region. Uh, I think one of uh, what contributed to this massive loss of the BICI is the uncertainties in the U.S. rates uh, You know that might, might affect other economies. Um, as what BSP uh, Jock said, no? uh, we are not expecting any rate hike soon. Uh, I think the BSP is quite confident where they stand at the moment. Philippine shares among the recent day's best performers underperformed as investors took profit off the table. The index wiped out 162 points or 2.2 percent, closing at 72.70 with decliners beating advancers 2 to 1. IGC Securities also saying stocks moved in wide price ranges on the last day of implementation of the PSEI index's latest rebalancing. Sun Life Investment Management and Trust's Christina Gabaldon says their year-end index call is at 7,900 with average corporate earnings growth at 31.2%, slightly lower than the 35% estimate for 2021. We're expecting three hikes uh, beginning March uh, this year. Uh, and given the high inflation, I think uh, this might happen really. And um, for BSP, we're expecting one to two hikes starting second half of this year, as long as they can defend the currency. And um, for Philippines, uh, risky assets, I would stick to sectors that could benefit from a rising rate environment, such as the banking sector, where um, Asset yields could go higher and NIMS could expand and the corresponding conglomerates that hold these banks. Um, I prefer value stocks that uh, give good valuation and more resilient to higher rates. In a rising rate environment, the attractiveness of uh, dividend play stocks are lessened, right? Mm. Um, but of course, this would also depend if the rate hike is expected or not. In corporate stories, Samex Holdings saw profit contract 26% to 726 million pesos as higher costs ate into the 6% growth in sales, as well as Forex losses due to a weaker peso. Performance in the fourth quarter lagged due to the effects of devastating typhoons, but for the year, overall domestic cement volumes still picked up by 7%. For 2022, the company expects volumes to keep recovering driven by strong construction activity. It says the record national budget is good news, with 17% of the funding allocated to the DPWH and Transport Department. Meanwhile, one of its units, Solid Cement, continues the installation of the new production line at its result plant that will add 1.5 million metric tons of capacity per year. The $323 million construction work is expected to be completed by March of 2024. In other news, Robinson's Retail Holdings is extending its share buyback program by 1 billion pesos on top of the 4 billion approved in 2020 and 2021. From March 2020 until February 10 this year, the company has already bought back some 3.9 billion worth of shares. The program is meant to enhance shareholder value and boost investor confidence. Meanwhile, Century Properties Group gets the green light from the SEC for the shelf registration of up to 6 billion pesos in debt securities to be offered within a period of three years. The first tranche of the fixed-rate retail bond is $2 billion, with an oversubscription option of $1 billion due 2027. 
Looking ahead, investors will be bracing for the Philippine Central Bank's policy meeting next Thursday. Recent data showed inflation in January eased to 3%, a 15-month low. And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.